Hello, ladies and gents. Welcome to Sound United Presents, a diverse and inclusive podcast where you learn about local businesses from their owners or key staff members. You'll get both a candid introduction into the guest and gain knowledge, wisdom, inspiration, or ideas through their experiences. Let's get started. Hey, folks, thank you for hitting that play button or telling your smart device to play Sound United Presents. I'm your host, Deshaun Scott. We are here on our first podcast for 2020, and I can't believe it is 2020. I'm still writing 2019 on checks and ripping them up and then writing it over again. But today, I am happy. Our first guest for 2020 is Tiffany King, and I'm not going to steal all the thunder and tell y'all all about her and all that other stuff. She's going to do that, and we got some interesting questions for her. So I'm going to dive in it like we normally do with our podcast. Tiffany, how are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing great. And it's Monday. We had a conversation earlier where I take Mondays off from D5, and it's really great to do that. But then I feel like I'm cheated. I should take Tuesday because it's President's Day. So that's right. You know what I mean? Like, I feel Mm -hmm. like I need to take Tuesday to get that real value of. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I understand. Exactly. But no, seriously, thank you very much. I've been so excited. I know you've been busy, too. You got some stuff going on that we'll be talking about. But to have you here, uh, one of the coolest people. I haven't known you long. Right. But I feel like I've known you for a long time. And we were talking about Zodiacs and you a Libra. I'm not a Libra, but I know a lot of Libras. And I always say, if I got to be stuck on a bus or something, they need predominantly be Libras because y'all, <laughs> y'all cool. Y'all make them smart decisions too. Very Thank judicial you. in your, your, uh, your answers and responses to questions that we may need. That as, sounds about right. As reckless Aries, I can say that. I want to do this. No, you need to wait and think about it this way. Okay. But let's dive into it. Uh, guests are sure to want to hear about you. So tell us about Tiffany King. Well, I am born and raised uh, Warren, Ohio. Went to JFK. Shout out to the Eagles. Mm. I... Worked at General Motors for 23 years until they closed the plant um, last March. I own and operate a uh, cheesecake business, Bumpers Cheesecakery. I bake, sell, and deliver cheesecakes to Trumbull, Mahoning, and Columbiana counties. I love it. Uh, I don't eat it, but... <laughs> yeah, yeah, that... We, we talked about that. That messes me up because me, when it came to that, you know, it's like, you know... I could hear somebody telling me, you're eating the profits. You need to stop. You're eating up all the profits. <laughs> right. <laughs> you don't get that here. But for you to not mess with the... I'm, I'm going to let you continue. But yeah, that just threw me off when you said, I'm like, wait, what? And as good as it tastes too? It's like, it'd just be temptation for me. I'm sorry. Go ahead. No. <laughs> um, this all started on a weight loss cha- uh, challenge with my boyfriend and myself. We were watching a show and... Uh, there were couples doing a 30-day weight loss. So we kind of looked at each other and was like, hey, you know, let's let's do a 30-day weight loss. And here we are midway through the month, and I didn't realize I forgot he's a guy. So he has better metabolism than us uh, ladies. And so uh, when he went outside to cut the grass, because we have some acreage, I went and sabotaged his diet. So, wow. Um, he's a meat and potatoes guy, but he had mentioned in the past that, you know, if he were to do dessert, it would be cheesecake. And he mentioned that a few times. So he went and left for a few hours. I went and did some research and went in the kitchen and I started baking. So made the cheesecake. He ended up inhaling the whole thing. So I won the challenge <laughs> at the time. And um, but he's like, this is fantastic. This is the best cheesecake I ever had. Can you make one for my friend? So I'm like, okay, I made another one for his friend. And then his friend's like, Tiffany, can you make one for my friend? And then the rest is kind of history, as you'd say. So you did some covert tactics. Yes, I did. And uh and you saying that with a straight face yes, and a smile. Yes, I'm not ashamed. <laughs> I, it's <laughs> not ashamed at all. Okay, not so ashamed. and it, so it started out that way, yes. and, it, and it just it hasn't stopped. No, it just word, it started with word of mouth. People, and I think that's how good businesses start. That's the best advertising, anyway. It's of still mouth. word of mouth. Yeah. I don't do any, you know, advertising. Um, I have social media, but my customers sell my product. I don't do anything. It's like laissez-faire hands off so <laughs> you know they'll share it and then someone else is sharing it and then i'm getting a phone call and i mean it's been organic now how long have you have you been in business officially or unofficially <laughs> um, let's, let's say both 
Let's say both. Well, that was, I want to say, 2009. And with the economic slowdown of uh, the economy, um, I was kind of doing it. And I was kind of, you know, telling my friends and some of my family. And uh, because of that, I didn't have to touch my savings during that time. So I was kind of doing that. And I didn't understand what I was doing at that point. I'm just making cheesecakes for few people here there whatever like a revenue stream yeah additional revenue stream exactly okay so i didn't i didn't know i wasn't you know thinking about that and then um probably in 2013 i had some friends have what they call an intervention with me and said tiffany you really need to turn this into a business like it's that good and i'm like no i'm just you know and they're like no it's that good you need to turn that into a business so Bit the bullet in 2014, then Bumper's Cheesecakery became official. So I want to I'm going to get to that name. Why you gave it that name? Because I find <laughs> that very, when you whenever you hear the reason why business name, you know it's it's and it's a really good one. You're like, wow, that is that's that's dope. That's just hashtag dope. But I want to go <laughs> back and talk about that 2000 that because a lot of times I in business. We do, and I'm trying to think if Red Karma, my the photography company, has started that way. Where you good at you, you just you good at what you do, and and people tell you, and mm-hmm. you know, and by default they say, well, you should start a business. You should start a business, and you kind of you really don't want to start a business because you don't know too right. much about doing it, exactly. and you're just happy doing what you're doing, making a few dollars, right. and on top of that, you already have main income. So yes. In 2009, that started, that process started, right? Correct. So five years later, it was like the formal, you know, EIN. Yes. All the the good stuff. All of that, you know, Ohio Secretary of State, you know, getting your business name, DBA, all of that. And I was talking to my boyfriend because, I mean, this also involved him because I know that if I was going to officially get into this, this is going to affect both of us. And, you know, I got his opinion and he was a little, he's a little freaked out at first, but he's just like, I know you can do it. If this is what you want to do, I'll support you. So I was like, I need a nickname. I need a name. And, you know, people are like, oh, what about cheesecake at Tiffany's, like breakfast at Tiffany's? And, you know, you know, some folks were trying to give me some names or whatever. And I don't know. It just kind of came to me. So Bumpers is my nickname because I used to hang bumpers in the body shop at GM when I got hired. <laughs> Folks, that's fascinating. Um, go ahead. <laughs> just, I just smile when I hear you tell me this. Go ahead. Yes, I hung front and rear bumpers um, in the body shop. No one liked that job, but I loved that job. I love throwing bumpers on the vehicle. And the cheesecake part, you know, people would ask me, do you make cupcakes? Do you make pies? Do you make cookies? Do you make? So I'm like, cheesecakery. Cheesecake bakery, cheesecakery. Nice. But I still get people to ask me, do I make, you know, pies, cakes, and cookies? So, mm-hmm. <laughs> but that's par for the course. So, with the bumpers, yes, it's my nickname, but also I wanted to kind of pay homage to my coworkers because they're the ones that helped me get this off the ground and they were huge supporters of me. Okay. Um, throughout. So, transition. Transition's a big thing. And I remember. I had a, a, high, a side hustle, excuse me, when I was working for Flying High and Nonprofit. And that was the photography. Mm-hmm. You know, it wasn't no red karma. I was just, hey, can you do some portraits? Yeah, sure. You know, I love what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. And then when I got called in, because, you know, in nonprofit, I, I tell people, you know, it's very grant specific. Yes. yes. No grant, mm, no work. Right. You know, when people getting cut. And I went through that three times. The last time was in 2010, and I wasn't going back. And that's when I formed Red Karma. But that transition going from an employee where certain things are taken care of, there's some consistency. You know you have to do this, this, and this. And there's a little bit less responsibility. There's a a lot less responsibility, actually. And then you go into controlling your own destiny as an entrepreneur. How did that transition go from you? And the reason I ask that is because, you know, General Motors has always been – I had family work there. It was – it was stable. Right. You know, it was security or right. it was told to be secure. Right. <laughs> you know, <laughs> right. There's a lot of things. So, but it, it, you could sustain a living, you know, and all that stuff. So, right. You went from that to starting this business, which, which is in the process of being developed anyway, right? You were still doing your stuff. But talk about that transition. How hard was that? Um, it was difficult. 
like you just mentioned that when you work at General Motors, you clock in, you do your job, you clock out. You don't have to think about, you know, the periphery and all things you focus on on that. So to go from that, and again, that was taken care of for me for 23 years. So I didn't have to think about it. I was going to ask you it. how long you worked there. You know, so what? I was there for 23 years. Wow. So to go from that to, and I will say like 2019, when March 5th happened, when that last car passed through, and it's like, oh my goodness, this life begins now. Like here I am, I'm, what was it, 44 years old at the time. I spent half of my life in that place. I grew up in there. So it was difficult at first. I was, I was a stressed out mess. Um, so it was very difficult because now it's like I'm on my own. I got to figure things out. I got to do a lot of research. I got to, you know, put myself out there. I didn't know what was going to happen, what was going on. So it was stressful. Um, but I do, I, I think, I think my supporters, I, my customers, number one, they're amazing. I have the, the best customers you could ask for. And my support team, I have a handful of my go-tos um, that help me with the process. They're like, you know, calm down, breathe. Mm -hmm. It's going to be okay. Let's do some research. Let's, you know, do that. So I'm kind of even keel now, still learning, still growing. That's part of the process. That's what I love. I don't want to be stagnant with that. So well, you're going to always get that in entrepreneurship. Ain't, you know, <laughs> yes, I tell people, you, you think you're going to start the day like this or, you know, or this is going to be that. And I think that's, that's one of the elements of um, or characteristics of entrepreneurs too. that unpredictable, yes. you know, but yet you're audible ready for that change. Yes. And you have to be like, um, there's a gentleman that I used to follow on Twitter. Um, he always say, he would always say, be ready so you don't have to get ready. So I like that, um, you know, always, you know, keep a couple extra cards on you because you just don't know what it's, what your day is going to be thrown at you. So did, did the stress of, you know, starting a business, I'm going back to telling, you know, Erica, my wife, like, I'm going to open up a high end, medium to high end photography studio because I told her I wasn't going back to nonprofit. I got mm -hmm. tired of it. And she knew the effects of that, too, you know, like right. coming in. And and but I was so nervous to tell her I ain't looking for no job no more. I'm about to control my own destiny. Mm -hmm. And in my head, because it was about three or four days, I pretend to be looking on looking for jobs online because <laughs> <laughs> I'm processing you know, this thing. And I finally told her and she looked at me and she was like, okay. And mm -hmm. supportive of that. Didn't know anything about running a business, but was supportive and trusted that whatever destiny I was trying to do, she would be involved in it or, or I knew what I was doing. Right? right. That took so much pressure off of me. It, it, I can't even describe it. So for you, when you mentioned you know, you told your boyfriend, hey, this is what's happening or this is what I want to do. And to hear him just say, OK, and be supportive. How did that make you feel? Um, what you just said, a, a huge weight had been lifted. So it's like, OK, I know I have the support. I know this person's going to be there. And, you know, a lot of times we'll be watching TV. We like to watch our shows and and. My mind constantly races. I don't get good sleep because my mind doesn't shut off. So <laughs> another trait of entrepreneurs. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, oh, it's two thirty in the morning. I need to do this, and I may have to make sure this is on my sheets and all that. But um, you know, I'll think of something. I'll see a commercial or watching a show, or my brain will just spark up, and I'm like, okay, pause. Put your business hat on. I need to run something past you. And you know, he's like, okay, shoot what you got and you know I explain the situation or whatever and he's so smart and he gives me such good advice and even though he wants nothing to do with bumpers and he'll tell anybody he's like this is this is Tiffany's baby I don't have anything to do with it I'm a gopher if she needs me to go and do or whatever but he's like this is you know strictly hers but he you know he grounds me he keeps me grounded he keeps me focused he's the yin to my yang um <laughs> when I have a difficult day, you know, whether it be school, because I'm enrolled in school and um, or business or whatever, um, I know I can always go to him. And, yeah, he gives me what I need. He's there. So, yeah, business. I'm like business. He's like, OK, 
put my imaginary, imaginary business cap on. <laughs> Let's go. And I'm like, okay, you're in the boardroom and, you know, we'll talk and pros and cons. And, right. and yeah, he's my person. He's my person. He's there. So it makes everything better, don't yes, it? Yes, it does. So when you also mentioned the support, and one of my questions was, you know, being a female minority owned business, how has the reception been for you? And you kind of answered that already, just supportive. Oh, yeah. You know, because a lot of times there's, it's different. And I'm, you know, for me, I'm kind of very direct and I always have these conversations. It's different. Um, I can't speak as being a female owned business, you know, some of the things that happen, but as a minority owned business, sometimes there are some just different nuances and stuff like that from customers or people who want to do business with you to people who, complain about your prices, even though they're market rate prices, but, you know, I don't mm-hmm. know what that is, you know, but for you, that was why I wanted to ask that question, but you kind of did answer it. Like, and I've seen you, you know, just out in the community or on social media, like the reception has just been amazing. Just completely overwhelming. Sometimes I'm just like, you know, I'm, I'm this chick in Salem, you know, baking in her in her kitchen and, you know, I get to meet some wonderful, fabulous people. Um, yeah, I know it's just this, the reception's just been awesome. Um, the one thing I, I will say I do miss is because, you know, when I first started out, my business was in a bubble because the majority of my business was my coworkers at GM. Mm-hmm. So because I don't eat the product, if I think of something and I want to try something, I had my go-tos. There was a handful of people that I'm like, hey, try this product. Let me know because they would give it to me straight. No chaser. And that's what I want because my (laughs) name's on that box. And so I want it to be right. And they'll be like, oh, Tiffany. Yeah. And I'm like, menu worthy, menu worthy. Or they'll be like, "Mm -mm, something's missing. Something's something's off. And so, you know, either go back to the drawing board or just like, you know what? This isn't going to work in 86 it and. You know, businesses pay a lot of money for people to do that. You know, these focus, you have a focus group. Yes. You have the real exactly, talk yes. focus group, though. Like, yep. you know, they can give it to you real and respectfully, you know, yes. or and straight up no chaser, like you said. So that I can understand that. Yeah, because it is a thing of, you know, when you asking someone even a question to just be real with you. Right. You know, and like you said, your name is on that box. Right. So do you still like sometimes do a get a couple people together, try to? <laughs> You know, we like have a little bacon oh, party. Or everybody something. loves to volunteer to be my focus group. <laughs> I never have to search for that. Hey, what are you? The next step, put me on. The, I, actually, I should I should start a mailing list for that. Anytime I do something and just say, hey, join the mailing list to try, you know, something new. I know my. That's a good campaign. Yeah. My boyfriend, he's like, are you going to bring the Twix back? He's like, I really like that. And he's a simple. He's a simple guy. He's like a cherry topped blueberry top type of person but mm-hmm. i had made uh some years ago i had a twix cheesecake that i would make and he shockingly liked that so he's like you gonna bring that back i was like oh i said yeah i might have to tweak it a little bit maybe i'll get some taste testers and he puts his hand up me 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 <laughs> i'm like yeah but you're you know you have access but he doesn't eat cheesecake all the time people are like oh you 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 know you're, you're great you you're in it you know and you get to have cheese. he's like no She'll make it for me. She makes it for her customers. So. Right, right. But he's, yeah, he's like, if you bring that out, he's like, you know, <laughs> yeah, I'm your number one. So, right. Yeah. So what does your day consist of as an entrepreneur business owner? What's your typical day like? Okay, so I am an entrepreneur, but I'm also a student right now. So I get up at five o'clock in the morning and I'll turn the TV on, check my news ticker and whatnot. And then I get up and from that and I go into the office and I do my accounting, work on my spreadsheets, do the business part of the business, which I love, and um, get out materials, things I may need for the orders. And my business is made to order. It's custom, so it's fresh. So I don't have any cheesecakes in the freezer or refrigerator waiting for someone to call. Hey, you know, mm-hmm. it's you want a quality fresh cheesecake. I'm your girl. They're made to order specifically for you. So, you know, take out what I need. I do a lot of preparation ahead of time. So um, get that squared away, get dressed, go to class, learn everything I can, come home, have a little snack, and get into the kitchen and start baking. Again, yeah, there's a lot of prep involved. So I've got, you know, boxes folded and, you know, uh, cake circles and all of that good stuff. So mm-hmm. I, I, I would say... 
75, 80% of my business is prep. Prep work. Preparation. And so. then there's the school stuff. So what are you going to school for? So I'm going to school for business management with accounting. Um, mm-hmm. Because uh, the plant closed, I was fortunate enough to be a part of a program where I get um, a two edu- two-year education paid for by the federal government. So I had to take advantage of that. Absolutely. So I'm enrolled at ETI, Business Management with Accounting. Going to have to brag a little bit, but I do, made the dean's list. Do brag. I got straight A's in my first <laughs> semester, and I've been out of school for almost 20 years. So um, <laughs> um, I was just like, wow, the wow factor was amazing. So I'm like, wow, I can do this. I can really do this. I just can't believe accounting. No disrespect to all my accounting people oh, out there. Boy. I told you the story how I was arguing with uh, when I was went for my first degree I was arguing with the professor between debits and credits because it just didn't make sense to me understand yes and uh, on the asset side yeah then it involved (laughs) see then it involved numbers and all that and so that class I avoided so much and then when I went on to get my bachelor's I remember they had uh, I was going to take business management there mm-hmm. and they I was going down the little syllabus thing or class, you know, what you had to take. And it was like, er, slow down. What is that? Corporate <laughs> accounting? Nah, we ain't going to do that. And the reputation of the professor teaching it. He was mm. good, very well known and stuff. But I just I wasn't feeling that like that stressed me out. So I changed it to social science so I could just get management and communications. But here you are enjoying this. And in our earlier yes. conversation, you talking about the spreadsheets and oh yes, having fun doing that. Yes. I. Who would have thought, you know, um, I love name, numbers and working on spreadsheets who I used to run from Excel and now I run toward it. So just the 180 I've done with it. And. I was in one of my classes last week, and I I came across, um, uh, I was working on a science project, and I asked the teacher, I says, um, can I go speak to my math teacher? I'm having an issue. And she's like, yeah, go down and talk to him. So I went to ask him for help with this specific, and then we got to talking like for like 45 minutes. I was out of class for 45 <laughs> minutes talking to my math instructor, and we had a fascinating conversation. And he told me some things. He's like, he spoke to my life. He spoke into my life. And he said, you are so good at numbers. You are so good with math. And you're going to thrive in Excel. He says, I know you're not happy yet, but I know it's coming for you. And when you find your niche, you'll you'll grab it and you'll excel at it. But he says, numbers is definitely in your future. Mm. And I took that and I'm like, oh my goodness, did he, <laughs> has he been in my office? Because I told him, I said, I've got like seven, eight spreadsheets. And he's like, there you go. Wow. He's like, just keep moving forward with that. He's like, that's your calling. How much more time you got? A little bit to go. Uh, well, actually, I graduate May of 2021. Okay. So. We just said Happy New Year and we're already about to hit March shortly. Yeah. So it's coming. It's coming. Very quickly. Yeah. So I'm in my second semester. Okay. Um, I'm looking forward to corporate tax and business tax and payroll. Um, I I'm, heard that it's it's tough. So I'm looking forward to the challenge. I'm shaking my head. No, as soon as you see, right, because they can't see me. I'm just shaking my head. No, like <laughs> never, 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 never. I do. I got to get a bookkeeper, though. We had talked about that. Yes. But yeah. Do you find it? Obviously, you do. Sometimes it's just stress because you're juggling business, yes. which is a baby, and that's full time. Yes. And you are juggling you know, going to school and education. Yes. And that's a lot, you know, yes. and, and trying to juggle that stuff. Like, do you have a method in doing it or you just jump in and just. I wing it because like okay. we said, every day is different. So you don't know um, what's going to happen. For instance, last week I got slammed with orders for Valentine's Day. I didn't see that coming. So I had to make adjustments with school and baking. So I, you know, open my calendar like, okay, this one has to be delivered this day. These two are, you know, so I go, I come home, I do my schoolwork, whatever assignments I have to do with that, get that done and out the way, what's fresh in my head, done, put that aside, and then I get into the baking. So then I start to, you know, prep and uh, fire up the oven and, and start the baking process. And then once you know, that's in the oven, then I'll run over to my office and, you know, working on spreadsheets, working on accounting. Mm. So then I have to make sure that I spent, you know, as much quality time as I can with my boo because he's important too. I was going to bring that up. Yep. So it's, 
It's that balance. It's a juggling act. And sometimes, you you know, you don't always get it right, you yeah. know. And but, uh, fortunately, there's another day and hopefully you can get it right the next day. But on our conversation of loved and supporters, you know, of our loved ones, our booze, they understand sometimes. Yes. That weekend that maybe we were going to do something or just that one day. They understand that you might have to do this for business or that for education. And that's. Yes is stress relief within itself too. Absolutely. It, it is just to have that support. So, yes. All right. We're going to do some, go into some expert questions about some business stuff. Um, okay. Easy stuff though. So, but you do, you serve a variety, a variety of clients, customers, but do you have a target? Like who's your target audience? I don't have one. People who just want cheesecake. I've had brides and grooms come to me. Um, I've done a few weddings and one, um, they're actually family friends of mine from Cleveland. We practically grew up together. And that's all she wanted was cheesecake for her wedding. So that was all that was served. She did not like cake at all. Nice. So made cheesecakes for her. And actually, she told me the colors of her wedding. So I actually made a special cheesecake for them in their wedding colors, which was coral and navy. And they love strawberry. So I made a strawberry flavored coral and navy blue cheesecake um, so that could cut the cake. Nice. So yeah. um, there was that. And I had a couple other um, brides and grooms uh, for that. Baby showers, uh, girls night out, any kind of corporate events, different. I don't have a target. People who just want to eat fabulous cheesecake, okay. you know, <laughs> give me a call. So, But that's a nice, you know, because sometimes in business, like in our space, you know, they, you got to have a target audience. Like ours is so, we, but we do have to do that because just from advertising alone to trying to stay on message. But it's nice to have that because you write, you know, weddings or you know, someone who's like, you know what, Valentine's Day, you know, Valentine's Day coming up on a special corporate events. Like you have all of that. And again, it is good because I've tasted it. So that's just that's an extra plus. People <laughs> who love good tasting cheesecake. There it is. Target. Boom. That's it. <laughs> exactly. I, I just had a, a customer call me. Hey, can I? Oh, we're having an impromptu party at work. Can I get a cheesecake for Thursday? Yeah, sure. Okay. No problem. So yeah. there's there's that. There's there's people who don't want to try to even get in the kitchen and try to make a cheesecake. They're like, I'm intimidated by cheesecakes. There's all kinds of issues with that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, they'll <laughs> call me. And then the holidays, I get slammed. So okay. Thanksgiving, Christmas. Um, my very first customer, um, <laughs> we used to work together on the line. And uh, he calls me. And matter of fact, every year for Thanksgiving, he increases his order. So for this year, I have 12 cheesecakes to make for him because he mm. passes them out. He, they have them for Thanksgiving. He has one. He's got to get his mother one. He's got to get his grandkids one. He's got to get two for his daughters. That's neighbor. a good idea. And so, yeah, so he's like, you know, you got me down for 12. And he says, uh, you might <laughs> you might want to add like two more because I'm sure other people are going to ask me for it. So I do his like the week before because he already okay. he already knows. Right. But, yeah, I mean, it went from one to two to four to six, eight. Now we're at 12. And, okay. and plus, and, what, you know, what's the biggest order that you've that you've ever gotten? Um, well, I did the wedding up in Cleveland. She ordered 20 cheesecakes. Okay. Um, and I did another wedding and I think they ordered 16, but I know when, when I was working at General Motors, um, that's when I used to take my vacation time was like Thanksgiving and Christmas because I knew that was my heavy hitters. So around that time I would, it would be nothing for me to do like 40 cheesecakes for each holiday. Wow. I know I can't do that right now because I have a school schedule, so I can't do So I, I have to kind of bring it down a little bit. And it's crazy at the house, okay. but I get it done. Right. Again, prep work is the key. I do a lot of prep. Prepping. Yeah, prep is the key. Yeah. So I'm going to ask you this question. So various brands offering, not the exact thing, but, you know, from cookies to pies to cakes or donuts, whatever. But what makes you stand out? And, you know, I'm looking at it from the dessert industry. I don't even know if that's a term, but just that. But what makes you stand out? Um, I think that's a really good question. Uh, I think the variety of cheesecakes that I offer, which I hear a lot about, um, a lot of times your uh, different bakeries or whatever, they'll do the typical, 
your, you know, strawberry topped, you know, maybe a chocolate. Um, I go kind of a little bit above and beyond that. So just like, for instance, you love the key lime. So I brought you mm. the key lime, which I know you're not going to share, but I hope Absolutely you share with somebody. Not. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm not sharing it. <laughs> but um, I'm kind of creative um, with that. I get inspired. Pinterest is the devil. And I'll <laughs> look at that and I'll look at different desserts. And I'm like, huh, how can I turn that into a cheesecake? So like right now, a lot of people have been ordering the banana pudding cheesecake. Um, my 50 shades is a number one that'll never, and that's actually my own cheesecake, so, my own signature cheesecake. Tell me, tell me that one. For, and for those who don't know, cause I don't, the 50 shades cheesecake, break that down. Okay. Me. The 50 shades, the 50 shades cheesecake is a cheesecake, a regular cheesecake baked with caramel, butter, toffee, and chocolate topped with whipped cream, butter, toffee, and caramel. Stop. It's my number one seller. Mm-hmm. So... My, my my stomach might get picked up on the mic because it's going to start growling <laughs> after you said that. Oh, wow. I didn't know that. Yeah, I actually was I was at my uh, attorney's office and I was trying to get some stuff done and um, first time meeting him. And he was looking at the menu that I had at the time and we we're working some stuff out and he's going mm. through it. And he's just like, what's this Fifty Shades? And I said, oh, and I explained like I just explained. And he says, well, let's. Let's see if we can get that uh, copyrighted. Let's let's go get a. I'm like, oh, I can't. I was like, I just picked that up from the book, you know, because I right. read the book, and I was like, <laughs> oh, okay, that's yeah, that sounds like that could. Mm, from what I heard, yeah, because you know I don't need it. And he says, I'm the attorney for a reason. Let me work my magic. And so, um, I says. Well, I'll bring you one, but I'm going out of town. It was my birthday weekend, and I'm a huge Ohio State Buckeyes football fan. And they were actually playing on my birthday. So I'm like, I'm going to oh, the you shoe. Got to. You got to. I'm going to the <laughs> shoe because that's an amazing experience. If you haven't done it, you ha- you have to put that on your bucket list. Okay. Because I've never the been shoe, there. You, listen, life-changing experience. Okay. You must go to the shoe. Um, so I says, when I get back, um, I will, you know, bake you a cheesecake and he's like okay well he completely forgot my word is bond so if I say I'm going to do something I'm going to do it and he was shocked and surprised when I came uh, to the office so I had dropped it off I talked with him for a minute and he says well he says this is what's going to happen he says I'm going to try this out and share with my co-workers and um, he says if you don't hear from me in a few hours then mm -mm." he's like if I call you you know about an hour or so he said, this is this is good. I said, OK. So I left and I was actually going to a meeting uh, at work and he called me. I ha- hadn't even reached my destination. He says, I'm getting the paperwork started right now. He said, this is amazing. Let's get the paperwork started. I'll send it to your address. Let's get it signed. Let's go. And. And that was that. Yeah, like less than a year later, Fifty Shades is. That's your number one. That's my number one. Wow. I'm going to have to do that one too. But I like key lime. You know, key lime's my thing. And with a glass of milk? Yeah, I heard about you and the milk. <laughs> a glass of milk for each slice. <laughs> yes, 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 yes. Um, what trends are you seeing in your industry? Um, again, uh, a lot of. Like weddings, they're not doing the typical cakes anymore, um, cheesecakes for that. I have a baby reveal cheesecake. So uh, you cut into it and it shows what the gender of the baby is. Um, different parties, again, corporate events, uh, different types of not the typical anymore. Like people aren't going to cakes. A lot of people are doing like donuts and different things like that. So they're expanding outside of the cake and, and cookie culture. So donuts sound I mean, I think it's cool. I don't know, that sounds a little weird to me. Yeah, have you seen the donut board? Mm. There's like a peg board and no. they've got the donuts on it and That freaked me out. I'd seen that one time at an event and it was outdoors. Yeah. I and see me that too. thinking the way I think, like, what's then landed on that? <laughs> I so agree I with even you. bothered and it, you know, it had glazed donuts on it. Like Which nah, is my favorite. I, I didn't want to mess around with that. Okay. So what challenges as an emerging business? Because technically I don't know the, the time frame of emerging and established, but I'd just say emerge but you you growing. Yes. And so what's been like some of your biggest challenges as an emergent? What's been your pain points? Well, I would say like, again, you know, um, when I first started the business, um, 
I was in a bubble because the majority of my business was my coworkers. So now that that's kind of dissipated because a lot of my coworkers have transferred to other plants and whatnot, um, this is where the rubber re- meets the road for me. So I'm expanding outside of. So just getting people, just getting exposure, getting people to know me, to, you know, uh, find my business and um, give me a call. Okay. But word of mouth is definitely. That's been it. Definitely. Helped. That's been it. That's okay. all it's been. That's so. Good. So you're thinking of scaling and, and growing very big because, you know, there's that one thing we talked about. Um, at some point, we have to bring people in to continue to grow. And that is one of the hardest things for entrepreneurs. It's still hard for me because your business is your baby. Yes. And and it's just one of them things like and yours is a lot different, too, because you're making that product. You know, for us, it's more service based and, and it's right. more of a thinking of how we want to do our brand for you. You are making that and then you got to entrust someone to do it like you do. Yes. And also, I think I'm going old school now because my grandmother used to say, you know, the, the spirit of a person is also into the food that they make. True. You know, a good spirited person helps make the food. So then you have that, too. So mm-hmm. that's a scary thought. That yes. is a scary thought. And I'm not I'm not going there right now. Okay. So no I'm, time soon. No, no time soon. Good. I'm still going to. It's going to be Tiffany making that cheesecake <laughs> and Tiffany doing the delivery. Now, I, I may think about it, a delivery person, maybe, mm-hmm. to offset. But I know a lot of people look forward to seeing me. I mean, what other business yes. do you have the CEO of the business coming and delivering to you? Exactly. So yep. I think it's about the experience because a lot of people are talking about experience. So I just said that. uh was that Mike Kajari I had yes, on Yes, you did. And, yes, and did. that's been one of my, even I think one of my Instagram posts at one time experience, you know, they call it CX. There's this term like customer experience, but just that term in general, I think we really going back to that, that, yes, I mean, that human thing, that connection, the touching and all that, because everything is just so, and I even say this as, as an agency dealing with social media, like sometimes it just get, it's tiring. It's, you know, dealing with, it's the digital thing and it's right. just a disconnect there. But when you bring back to that experience of doing and meeting and shaking your hand and um, opening up the box and you standing there as a CEO and right. yeah, that all that stuff comes into play. So you're the second person that said that. Yeah. It's all about, that's what's, that's what is out there. And a lot of people have been um, talking about that. Like for during the holidays, a lot of people don't want physical gifts. They want experiences. Mm-hmm. That's the number one. And it runs across all different age levels from 18 to 80. Yeah. You talk about the experience. And yep. I understand that and I get that. Yeah, there was an article I read. A uh, guy, he was debating on doing something for his girlfriend. And I think it was either A, some type of shoe, which I can't remember, get her some shoes, mm-hmm. or B, going to Aspen or somewhere to, somewhere to ski. And okay. he waited out and the cost was obviously a little bit more to do the, the trip. Mm-hmm. But his final, his conclusion on taking the ski trip was the experience and being, you know, that whole thing to be able to talk about. Because the shoes, at some point, you can all, you can get, you know, or right. she may wind up getting them or whatever. But just doing that experience thing. So you're 100% right on that. So I am a corporate event planner or whatever like that. And I'm throwing this event. And I really don't know what I want, but I know I want it from you. Um, what would you recommend for me? Uh, do, is there a process on like questions you might ask? Like, I want to have cheesecake at my event, but I just don't know what flavor or whatever. Is there is there some way to help me out with that? Well, I'm going to ask you. You know, who are you? Who are you serving? Um, a bunch of stiff executives. <laughs> <laughs> well, I hate to kind of go, with, but I would go with classic. So I would go with like a, a classic strawberry, which is the number one seller of cheesecake across the board. Um, so I would go with like a cla- some classics. So, you know, strawberry top, blueberry top, cherry topped. Okay. Um, but for um, an exciting appeal, you know, I definitely throw some 50 shades in there. And de- depending on the type of season it is. So if it's spring, summer, um, the key lime, as you said, uh, I came out last year with a summer strawberry. So it's a it's a strawberry flavored cheesecake with a fresh strawberry sauce on top. Mm. And it's just light and refreshing. And I also have like lemon raspberry or raspberry lemonade. I'm sorry. Um, for summer. But then if it's like fall, winter, you know, pumpkin roll 
is a popular uh, favorite. I did used to make a gingerbread, a um, couple takers for that. But yeah, so I used to do a double chocolate peppermint um, as well. So oh, I love peppermint. Oh, do you really? Ooh, peppermint. So I would, you know, check on the season, see, you know, ask what their what their base of people are and make some suggestions. If it's a smaller crowd, I just came out with baby bumpers, so you can do an individual size. If it's bigger, then, you know, we'll go with our 10-inch round. I like that, baby bumpers. <laughs> and my boyfriend actually named that, too. So he's, okay. he's good for he's <laughs> Oh, he named some, it? Yeah, because okay. I was looking for a name, and it's like, oh, what could, he's like baby bumpers. I was like... Did you have a spiral notebook full of potential names and stuff like that? No, or? I was just trying to figure some stuff out, and I said, you know, I said, honey, put your business cap on i need that imaginary cap on mm-hmm. and i said you know and he was helping me with the the testing and the tasting of the baby bumpers because it took a minute to get yeah you know there was a lot of research and development a lot of r&d with that um but once i finally got it i'm like oh i like this is marketable okay you know so explain that so people know i've seen it and i think it's just great i was excited when you posted on instagram i was like whoa so kind of <laughs> just you know talk about that just for a second so i was on Google one day looking something up, not even related to. And it's scary because Google looks at like your past searches or things that you're into. And then it just shoots stuff to you, which is (laughs) big brother, which is frightening. And I came across a video of this um, woman. She owns a, um, a cheesecake company way on the, I want to say like the Eastern part of Pennsylvania and uh, I looked at her video and she had these little mini cheesecakes in a jar. And I'm like, er? like, <laughs> that's interesting, you know, then, huh? And I watched a couple times and I, I sent it to my web designer and content manager. And she's like, ooh, that sounds, she's like, are you thinking about it? I said, you know, let me, let me get into the test kitchen. And let's try it. And so I tried it and I tried it a lot, <laughs> um, you know, as far as the jars, size jars and, and all this stuff. But um, it took a little bit, but I had my boyfriend and his friends do, you know, testing for it. And it's like, babe, I think you've got a winner with this. So baby bumpers are mini cheesecakes in a jar. Um, they come in a set of 12 one flavor per box because yeah. it's a lot to do. But it's um, it's an eight-ounce jar, so it's just enough. And matter of fact, a couple people that I um, did some testing with and gave, they said, wow, this, this is a significant serving. Like, it's not little bite size, but it's, you know, nice size right. in a jar. And they're right. like, wow, this is – I had to take half of this home. And I'm like, really? You don't look at it like that when you're, mm-hmm. you know, pouring it and – preparing it but they're like wow this is a good size and i split half with my boyfriend or my wife or uh, whatever yeah. so um yeah, yeah so it's it's new out um it's on my new menu and on the website okay. and getting some love from it yeah. so i tried to market you know make small parties you know maybe corporate events um i had a couple people last year, they was kind of testing with them. They ordered them and around Christmas time, and they gave them as gifts. That's so a good I was idea, like, too. like, oh, yeah. that's kind of cute. So market it as a gift. My mother-in-law would do something like that, too. Okay. So with the unpredictableness of running a business, the ups and downs, what keeps you going? My customers. Day in and day out? Customers. My customers. They're... They're fantastic. I have one, and uh, he uh, works at Greenwood. And anytime I post something, he's sharing it. He's sharing it, and he's getting other people, hey, like her page. They're amazing. And he's, like, actually kind of like my go-between now (laughs) with a lot of folks. And so he'll be like, hey, can I order this? Can I get that? And I know he – I – was introduced to him and it was, I think he found out about my cheesecakes around Thanksgiving of 2018. And so he wanted to put in an order. I said, I'm, I'm crazy booked. You know, he's like, I'll take whatever you can give me. And I says, it won't be until the week after I'll take it. So he's like, I'll call you back. I'm going to, you know, talk to some people. I'll get it back. Mm-hmm. Um, he placed an order for 12 cheesecakes. So with all the people at the, you know, dealership and, Everything And so then he's got his friends outside of the dealership and um, 
one of his friends, like from like South Carolina, was like, "I want one of those." And so it just that, it's that outreach, word of mouth. yeah. And a lot of a lot of my coworkers that have transferred, you know, it was kind of like, do I count them as a customer? They're gone. They're, you know, a lot of them like sold their homes and took their entire family, yeah. you know, and some of them had still have their family here and they try to, you know, come back or whatever. You know, it's like, you know, I was kind of in between. Like, is this a customer? Is it not? Like, what do I do? But they're calling me. Hey, Tiff, I'm coming home for Easter or Tiff, I'm coming home this weekend. Can you? Fit right. me in. I need a cheesecake. So I'm like, oh, okay, cool. Yeah. So, you know, I'm getting customers from out of state. And I have one. He's in uh, Kentucky. And uh, he works at the Corvette plant. And he just placed an order. He said, they're obsessed with your cheesecakes. You need to come down here and do it. Hey, you're going to have to yeah. pack up and go down there. Uh, Expand that. <laughs> mm. So what piece of wisdom... Can you give our audience, whether it's business, health, relationships, whatever, what, what, what's some wisdom that you can share on this journey that you've been on? Do your research. Do your research. Um, investigate everything. Ask questions. There's no such thing as a stupid question. Um, yeah, I can't express that enough. Again, like people are like, oh, create a business. And I did that. And I didn't do the research. There's a lot behind it. I'm still learning and growing um, from that. But do your research. And also, you know, if you have a partner, you know, it's good to have somebody that understands what you're going through, who's a supportive uh, safety net for you. Because we know sometimes the world can be cruel. It can be very punishing. Mm -hmm. But when you come home, you want that person to be there to you know, support you up your back. Everything's going to be okay. Can't see it right now, but we're going to work it out. And yeah. We're going to be okay. Yeah, totally, totally agree with that 100%. You ready for some random questions? Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. This is <laughs> one of my favorite segments, too. So, these are random. Uh, you didn't get these in advance or anything. So, this is, this is what makes them even better. So, I'm going to start out with this one. You're having a portrait made of yourself. Right, a painter is painting it. What's in the background? Wow, that's good. Thank you, thank you. Mm, my boo, definitely. My '72 Chevelle that I want. It's my dream car. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm a music buff, so I don't know how you would paint music, but music is my life force. So it needs to be some element of music in there. Yeah, I okay. need I need some music. I told him, I said, if, God forbid, you know, when my day comes and I die, I need to be buried with my iPod because I need right. that. So however you want to express musicality. Okay. Yeah, those are my, that's my go-to. All right. If you could read the mind of someone famous, who would it be? Hmm. That's excellent, too. Thank you again. <laughs> um, I have two. Um, LBJ, LeBron James, um, and President Barack Obama. Okay. Those are my two go-tos. If someone famous called to place an order from you, who would you want it to be? Oh, wow. I just named them. <laughs> I know. I know. But maybe this is different with the order. <laughs> I don't know. Michelle Obama. Okay. Let's do that. And this is a good one because you, you know, you said music is your life force. Mm -hmm. You have to listen to the same song over and over, a hundred times to be exact. What song would it be? You can choose it. What song would it have to be, though? Do you know how much music I listen to and have? I, same here, but I you listen know. to everything from Alternative to Zydeco. Um, wow, that's a loaded question. Hey, you got to listen to it a hundred times. Well, I'm a '80s junkie, so uh, I'm gonna go with like a Police Duran Duran ish, maybe. Okay. Something. Okay. Wow, that's a hard question for me. Ordinary World is one of my favorite songs by Duran Duran. Mm, Save a Prayer is yeah. probably. <laughs> yeah, and I. 
I don't know why, but for whatever reason, I rediscovered the police. So I downloaded some of their old stuff. So I'm hooked on like Canary in a Coal Mine and some of that classic stuff. So, (laughs) yeah. Um, Phil Collins. Fill in the blank. I love the smell of. Peppermint. I hate the smell of. Lavender. (laughs) And I'm an essential oil specialist. (laughs) So that's why. If you could communicate with any type of animal, what animal would you pick? Sloth. Really? I love sloths. Okay. I have two in my backseat. Wow. I've never heard anyone use them or use sloth. Like you always hear leopard or they'll they'll really define it snow leopard or whatever but i've never heard sloth so why they're cute okay <laughs> prehistoric um their mannerisms they have a slow metabolism i can agree with i understand that completely they come <laughs> down once out of the tree once a month out of the tree to uh excrete um they're um just hanging out they're just chill okay they're Something I'm striving to be because I'm just I'm an electron bouncing all <laughs> over the place. So just to have that zen and just ah, take a pill and chill. Okay. So sloth goals. So as <laughs> I ain't supposed to laugh so much on it, but you got me laughing. <laughs> so as we conclude the show, uh, will you be involved in any local events in the future? Is there some things happening? Um, not as of yet. Um, school is kind of my focus right now so i'm trying to do that get the degree but there's some um possible things that i'm looking into doing i get a lot of offers to come do stuff but it's just right now it's just not feasible so once i graduate um i like to expand and do some things okay cool uh how can people stay connected with you i'm on social media so i am you know facebook instagram twitter you, you do a good job of that thank you you do Thank you. And you have the website. And I have the website, uh, bumperscheesecakery.com. It is an informational website. So, but if you want to order, uh, you email me at uh, bumperscheesecakery at gmail.com or give me a call slash text um, at my phone number, 330-719-8013. Okay, folks. In front of me now is Tiffany King, Bumpers Cheese Cakery. Thanks for hitting the play button. We signing out. Hey folks, thanks for tuning in. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Today's show was powered by the Sound United Podcast Studio. Production by Kim Gonzalez. Photography and design by the D5 Group. And I'm your host, Deshaun Scott, signing out.